0: Breaks fear. Your fear of what the work looks like, how far you have to go, the overwhelm of all of that, let it go. Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, We'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome and thank you for being here. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of the CornerCast and today we're talking all about Putting change on the back burner. And so, this is something that is so common. I would say that I'm talking with somebody that is doing this every single day. And so, I want to talk to you guys about what exactly that means. Like, when we're putting things on the back burner, why do we do that? How do we know if we're doing it? Because a lot of times we're not very aware of the the habits that we have until we are aware, and then we can change them. And then what happens if we don't do something about it? And then, of course, like I end every episode, I'm going to give you some things that you can actually do once you identify that you are putting change for yourself on the back burner. I want to start this out by telling you guys a story. When I was randomly looking through an old journal the other day, I had written in this journal that... When my kids were older, then I could do more with my business. And I seriously like wanted to face palm and like crawl in a dark hole because I'm like, this is the exact thing that you teach people not to do. But it's important that I'm always honest and I'm always going to be honest regardless of what that may cause for other people. But I will always admit that I think that I will always be a better coach because I'm honest about my experiences and because I understand people. Because there is so many scenarios in which I have been in something similar. So this is no different. At this point, I work with so many women that we are actively teaching them how to prioritize themselves, how to stop putting themselves on the back burner. And the reason why I know how to do this so well is because I've done it myself. So not to get off on a complete side note, but if you're really looking for guidance in something, for me, I'm always going to try to find somebody that's walked through it themselves. Regardless of, like, experience is always gonna trump education for me in most things. I won't say always, but again, different story for a different day. So all of that being said, I found this journal entry and I was just like, man. So I tried to put myself back in that position and really think about like what I was going through. And I do that a lot with my clients too, because I'm just like, I get it. I understand you. I know what it's like to feel like you can't even think about doing anything for yourself because you don't have the time or the energy. And so that's why change gets put on the back burner, obviously. So really, let's talk about the reason why I share that story with you is that I know what this is like. I know what it's like to recognize that you want something different, but when you do, really think that Your first thought when you think about how you want to do something differently or you want to make a bigger impact or you want to finally reach the fulfillment that you deserve, the first thought is, I can't. There's some sort of excuse. There's some sort of obstacle that's standing in your way. Most of the time, that obstacle is us, just as a little PS. So what putting change on the back burner looks like is it is us saying things like, once X happens, then I can do Y. Once my kids are older, then I can be more successful in my business. That's my example, my true story. And this shows up for everybody, right? Because we say things like, once I have more time, then I can. Once I have more energy, then I can. Or when it comes to work, once this project is over, then I can. So we're just setting ourselves up with these obstacles. So it's the once X happens, then I can do Y, which I'm sure you've said before. And when we put something on the back burner, all it is, is us temporarily not dealing with something that does need to be dealt with. Really often I talk about how we organize things in boxes From our different experiences in our lives. And we take these boxes and we choose which ones we want to keep and which ones we want to accept. And then we take the other ones that we don't really want to look at and we put those away. And I like the box example because we're talking about putting boxes into a storage unit, right? So we take this stuff that we don't want to look at, we push it to the back burner, it stays there for a while and then we move it into the storage unit, we lock it up, and we have the key. But here's the thing about that stuff that you're pushing away. It's still there, and you're still paying rent on it. So this is the important part. Is the rent is what is that what is that significance? How is that showing up in your life? How are you paying For not making that change that you need to make. That's what you have to think about. When I'm talking to people about us working together, often I will ask the question of what would happen if you didn't do this coaching, if you didn't do this work on yourself? And again, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but the things that come, which we're gonna get into, are big and significant and hold you back and make you feel awful. So thinking that we are going to temporarily not deal with something, it's still temporary. So even though it's out of sight, out of mind, you may think it's still there and it's holding you back from something. So why do we put things on the back burner then? What makes us put this change on the back burner, whatever change we know we need to make? There's two things here that are the most common, the first being fear and the second being your value. So with fear, we really just fear what the work, I'm doing air quotes, the work will take to get to where we want to go. So we think about, oh, I want to do this, but then we start to get overwhelmed with oh, but it's going to take this much work and this much time and this much effort and this much energy. So that's a no. Not right now. Maybe when I have more time. We fear what the actual journey is going to be. And truthfully, the joy is in the journey. And I didn't really understand that until I recognized how I was living my life working towards one accomplishment and then the next accomplishment and then the next accomplishment. And I started to realize that every single time I was reaching an accomplishment, it wasn't good enough. So then it was just on to the next one. So if you're fearing what the work may or may not look like for the change that you want to make, yes, it's scary to change, but it's scarier to say the same. And then on the second piece of this, there's the knowing of your value. The reason why you put changes for yourself on the back burner are because you don't think you're important enough. As simple and as silly as that might sound, I talk about this with goal setting. A lot of times people don't reach their goals because they just don't think that those goals are important enough. It's easier to put goals for other people right in front of the ones for yourself. So, we put change on the back burner because we're afraid of what it might look like when we get there or what the process will be like to get there. And we also put things on the back burner because we don't value ourselves enough, because we don't think we're important enough to prioritize whatever that change is. And we know that we're doing this, and we know that we've developed this habit of pushing things for ourselves away. When you get that thought of, I want to do this thing, or I have the desire to do this thing, I want to create this, I want to make this, I want to start this, I want to do this. And then the instant thought afterwards is a reason why you can't. It's that simple. Because then it becomes a battle. And then it's like, I don't have the energy to battle in my life currently, much less starting this battle in my head. So, great idea, back burner. Following up with an excuse or an obstacle as to why you can comes from a lack of confidence in your own abilities. You also know if you are habitually pushing things to the back burner when you're frozen. And I don't mean like physically frozen, you're obviously waking up and getting through your day. But if you haven't listened to the episode about living on autopilot, listen to that after you listen to this because it is that mode to where your goal for each of your days is to get to the end of your day. Just make it through. Do you honestly think that that is what life is supposed to be? All obstacles, all excuses aside, do you honestly think that you were put here and that you were meant to just wake up Float through your day, go to sleep, and then do it all again. All while recognizing there's something more for me. I'm missing fulfillment. I'm feeling lost. I'm feeling disconnected. I'm feeling like I can't be present. So if you're frozen or paralyzed and feel like you can't do anything else because you're in this autopilot mode, that's a great indication that you've pushed things for yourself to the back burner. So let's talk about what happens when we keep pushing things to the back burner and don't start to prioritize the things for ourselves or ourselves in general. The first thing is that you stay where you are. So there's a level of discomfort that we just get comfortable in, to where it's just like, yes. My job sucks. I'm not fulfilled. My home life, I'm not getting the support that I need. I feel disconnected with who I am. But that's just life. That's just what it is. So imagine staying there. Imagine being 90 and being like, what did I do with my life? I just showed up for that paycheck. I was physically there with my children, but not mentally. I don't want you to have regrets. And when you stay where you are, when you stay in this place of lack of fulfillment and lack of value and lack of knowing what's most important to you and acting on that, it causes things like anxiety, it causes depression. And it's just this overwhelming, hopeless sense of being lost. You're just so disconnected. It's like you're doing the things you know you have to do. You have a job that pays you great. You're able to do whatever is necessary to support your family or yourself. You pay your bills. But you don't really know what fulfillment feels like because you're just checking the boxes. And honestly, I've even seen this feeling of being stuck or lost, or disconnected, develop into having a victim mindset to where it is, again, oh, it is what it is. You know, my job, my kids, my partner, my house, my animals. I just have to take care of this stuff. You know, these are my responsibilities. So I can't do those things because I have to take care of all this other stuff. I can't not take care of this stuff because it's my responsibilities. It's always, 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 always easier to shift the blame and not take ownership. Because taking ownership is hard. Recognizing that something in your life is not the way that you want it and also taking responsibility and saying, well, I played a part. And being in that space. It's really big and really hard to look and say where I am right now is a result of my own action or lack thereof. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard to hear. It's hard to say. It was one of the hardest things that I had to do. It's still one of the hardest things. When I end up in a shitty spot and I'm like, ah, It's my own fault that I'm here. (laughs) I can't blame this on anyone. This sucks. It's like as silly as it sounds when I get frustrated with my kids, I chose to have children. It's nobody's fault. It's not my fault my toddlers are toddlers and they do stupid stuff. (laughs) That's who they are. I chose this life. I crafted this life. I, I made this life intentionally. And if you don't feel that way about your life, if you feel like you're stuck and you're lost and you're shifting the blame to all the responsibilities around you, then I want you to send me a message on Instagram or email me, but reach out to me so we can talk more about this because I understand taking ownership is hard, but also it's all about perspective because taking ownership is also really powerful. Once you recognize that you're in the spot you're in because of yourself, that means you can also do something about it. When we talk about staying in this place and what happens if you continue to push things for yourself to the back burner, one of the first ways it starts to show up beyond your internal feelings and the anxiety and the stress, probably rolling into your sleep, things like that, is it starts to manifest in the relationships around you, whether that's at work or at home. You are not your best self. And so you can't show up in your relationships as you want to. And by you not showing up in the way that you want to, it frustrates you, which means that you are likely building those layers of resentment, jealousy, anger, whatever it may be, And then we're talking about those continued kind of volcanic eruptions to where it's just layer after layer after layer, and then you explode, usually on somebody that you love. And maybe what they did was the icing on the cake. But how many layers ago could you have said something? What would have happened? Would that have reached, would your relationship have reached that point if five layers ago... If five experiences ago, if five whatever ago, you would have said, you know what, I realize that I'm not fulfilled and that's showing up in my relationship and I'm recognizing that I'm getting frustrated with my partner because I'm not taking care of myself. If you're picking apart the people around you, it's a good sign you need to look at yourself. So let's talk about what you can do. You're here, you've shifted everything for yourself to the back burner, you've built this habit of prioritizing everything and everyone but yourself, so not what? The first thing that you need to do is remember that action breaks fear. Your fear of what the work looks like, how far you have to go, the overwhelm of all that, let it go. Focus on the first step if your goal is to have more time for yourself, start with five minutes. What do you need to do to get five minutes for yourself alone? Start there. Don't think about the end goal. Don't think about, oh, I would love more time for myself. I would love to go get a facial and a massage and like have a whole spa day. That's five hours. Okay. That's going to be overwhelming. If you have zero time for yourself going from zero to five hours, That's setting you up to fail. Because if you try to say, where am I going to find five hours? I can't find five hours because I have 8 million things on my to-do list. You can find five minutes. And then whatever you do to find that five minutes, how can you apply that to find 10 minutes? And then how can you apply that to find 15 minutes? So don't focus on the work to get to the end goal. Focus on the first step you can take. The second thing you need to do is stop making assumptions. Stop assuming that you can't. Stop assuming that you don't have the support to get you where you need. Stop assuming that getting from point A to point B looks a certain way. We don't know what it looks like until we're in it. I could not have told you that my schedule or my life would look the way that it does. I just had to keep going. And then I had to be aligned with myself and I had to take aligned action and intentional action on what am I building? What do I want? Let me visualize that. Let me let me write down that whole big goal. And then what what are the steps? What are the steps that I need to actually get there? And sometimes those steps are wrong. Sometimes you gotta pivot. But that's another story for another day. Stop making assumptions. You don't know until you're in it. The third thing is to remember it's never too late. It's never, ever, ever too late to make a change. I don't care what the change is. I don't care how big the goal is or how big the dream is. It's never too late. You are not too old. And I don't care how many other people are doing it and you think are better than you. Because where they started might be worse than where you are right now. But you don't know because you don't know that story. It's never too late to make a change. Your time has not passed. And the fourth and final thing that I want you to do is think about how it's going to allow you to better take care of others. It's a complete misconception that taking care of ourselves and doing the things that we want means we're disregarding other people. By doing What's necessary for you, necessary for you and for your fulfillment, it allows you to be present and to give more and give in the way that you want to give in your relationships and outside of that. Don't let the things for yourself live on the back burner. Don't let them live in the storage unit because they're still there and you're still paying for rent. And it's holding you back. It's holding you back from being the person that you were meant to be. So start today. Find the five minutes. Do whatever the first step is. If you guys can do me a favor, screenshot this. Post it on your Instagram stories and tag me. I love to see that you guys are listening. And please, please share with your family and friends that need to hear this too. I appreciate it so, so much. And as always, I see you, I hear you, and I'm with you. I'll talk to you guys soon. So one of the most common questions I get is about self-care and specifically within that about creating routine. And so I want to give you guys one of my favorite Products that I use in my morning and night routine. Whenever you're creating a morning or a night routine, it can sometimes feel like work. And so, my best tip for creating some sort of routine is always going to be starting with something small. And that's how I started using Tula Skincare, and it fell so easily into a routine. Because honestly, you can simply start with washing your face and using a moisturizer. It doesn't have to be some big, fancy, long process. But what I did notice is, number one, my skin got better. Number two, I started to feel better. Just having that added to my routine, it's just a really small piece of self-care. And honestly, morning and night I spend less than five minutes doing it so if you've ever looked at Tula I love Tula for a lot of reasons and honestly I use all of their products but if you want to try Tula hop on there and start your hashtag self-care routine without it taking any significant amount of time in your day but it really does make a difference